and welcome to Making the Case, a podcast produced by the Tennessee Attorney General's Office. I'm Samantha Fisher, Communications Director and Host. The Tennessee Attorney General's Office is the law firm for the state and manages a wide variety of cases, antitrust, consumer fraud, environmental enforcement, and much more. The work is complex, challenging, sometimes even controversial. If you like history and law, come along with us for Making the Case. Welcome to the first episode of Making the Case. To kick things off, I thought I'd start from the top. I'm often asked, who is the Attorney General and what does the office do? Your Attorney General is Herbert Slatery. He was appointed by the state Supreme Court and sworn in for an eight-year term in October 2014. Under his direction, the Tennessee Attorney General's office has done many things, including leading a nationwide investigation into opioids manufacturers and distributors and filing suit against Purdue Pharma in Tennessee. He has also successfully defended the laws of the state in cases of federal encroachment. Prior to his appointment, General Slatery served as counsel to Governor Bill Haslam. And before joining the Haslam administration, General Slatery was in private practice in Knoxville, which is where he's from. Welcome to the podcast, General. Thank you. You're in an appointed position, and just about any other state, I might be asking if you have plans to run for governor, but the AG position in our state, it it doesn't really attract politicians. Why is that? Well, Tennessee is, uh, the the Attorney General is appointed by the the Supreme Court, uh, so they typically pick a a top lawyer. They're not looking for a politician. But like you said, in in a lot of states, uh, AG stands for aspiring governor. But that's really not ever been the case in, uh, in Tennessee. I don't think in the modern area, the last 50 years, that, that the, uh, any attorney general has run for higher office. So it's, it's been pretty much a, a law firm. You know, I think Tennessee gets real value from that because uh, the 43 states where the, uh, where the AGs are elected, they spend a lot of time figuring out what, what the balance of their campaign fund is, what their media presence is, how can they attract more attention, how do they run a campaign, um, all those issues the Tennessee Attorney General doesn't do. He just comes into, comes into the office and works. <laughs> so I think the state gets real value from that. You talk about just coming into the office and working, but it is, it is a full day. It is overtime every day. In your own words, General Slatery, what, what does the Attorney General's office do? I think the easiest way to explain that is that we're the law firm for the state. Um, but most, most people don't really understand how, how big the office is. We've got something like uh, 350 positions, 187 lawyers, five offices, a budget of about you know, $50 million. Um, so uh, we do a lot of things. We've got 16 divisions by uh, subject matter. And we, we defend the state. Any cases brought against a state official, like the governor or, or myself, to be honest with you. <laughs> you get sued quite a lot. Yeah, I didn't realize that, but that's true. <laughs> uh, you know, then we defend. We also handle all of the criminal appeals. We, we don't handle any of the criminal trials, but we handle all of the appeals. We're constantly involved in consumer protection matters. You mentioned the opioid multi-state investigation. Uh, that's been a big one, but we, we handle small ones too. That's a wide variety of, of, of cases and a big law practice. When, when you were appointed back in, in 2014, uh, what surprised you when, when you came in the door? Well, I, I had had experience uh, being the governor's counsel with, uh, with the attorney general's office, so I, I knew that we had really fine lawyers. Um, but 
The one thing that really did surprise me is how important it is for the Tennessee AG to work and build relationships with other AGs across the country. Um, the best example of that is the multi-state, uh, the master settlement agreement with the tobacco manufacturers, which is about brings in about $167 million this past year. So, um, But that's the pattern that we use. Building those relationships and, and working with, the, uh, with other AGs uh, makes a really a big difference. And I did not anticipate uh, the time that would be required for that. When you talk about working with other AGs, are you talking specifically about working with other Republicans? No, it's, uh, this is a great story in the AG world, is that there's a lot of bipartisan involvement. We work with, uh, especially I think the opioid in- investigations and litigation, we, we work with uh, Republicans and Democrats across the country in, in large numbers of them. And that's, that's the rule, not the exception in the consumer protection world. It's a great example. It's something I think a lot of people would like to see in other areas of government. Speaking of consumer protection, one of the things I've, I've seen this office get involved in involves big tech companies, social media, especially when it comes to marketing products to children. Uh, that's true. We recently sent a letter with, I think, 43 other attorneys general to, uh, to Facebook asking them not to start a, um, an Instagram platform for children under 13, the effect of the engagement of particularly children and with screen time, frankly, it opens up a world where predators are, are involved. That's something that we're just beginning to see the, uh, the results of. We didn't think that Facebook should do that, but we're, we're going to be heavily involved in that, especially the accumulation of data. Consumer privacy is a really big issue. So we're, we're, we're constantly playing in that field with other, other AGs. Yeah, as a parent of two young children, um, this is just something parents talk about all the time, is, is screen time and privacy concerns, and, and w- what kind of information are these big tech companies harvesting from you know, our families uh, and our kids? So that's interesting work to hear about. With a $48 million budget and a 350-member staff, give or take, it, this is a large organization to lead and manage. I'm curious to know, who have you looked for, for sound advice and guidance through the years? That's a great question, and I, um, I've, I've just been so blessed and fortunate to have uh, some good friends help me, but you know, I spent four years uh, working with Governor Haslam, so I, I, I had a really good picture of how you can run a big uh, an organization with scale, and he, uh, frankly, I think he fundamentally changed state government, so I had a good pattern coming in. I also had a friend in uh, Knoxville who ran a big private company that had also had government experience, uh, uh, Bill Sansom. So I would hear stories, you know, working with him over the years. And so uh, he's been a really big help. But I also have had seven to eight friends here in, in Nashville and a, and a couple in, in uh, Knoxville who have been real close friends for many years that have they're sort of the friends that would tell you the, the truth. <laughs> so uh, I heavily rely upon them. And I've got a pretty successful brother in Memphis that I talk to frequently, and he's been a great help doing. An eight-year term, it's really a marathon. When you started, what were your priorities, and have they changed? You know, they. first of all, when I, this is a fine office, and it was a fine office before I got here, so there was a little bit of... Let's don't mess this up, Herbert. Because <laughs> uh, 
it, it is such a good office and it's been that way for a long time. And I attribute that to the way that the AG's appointed. I think the Supreme Court has just done a great job in, reporting, in appointing fine lawyers. But I, I wanted to, everybody wants to be involved in an organiza- organization that uh, has some trajectory to it. Um, an upward trajectory, and I wanted to be able to um, impart that. I also, and this is one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast, is I, I just think the state, the citizens of Tennessee who, who basically support us should know a little bit more about what we do. And there's some fine people that work in this office, and I just wanted to sort of spotlight that. What do you hope to accomplish before your term is up? Well, specifically, uh, I would say I, I, we'd like to finalize uh, some of these uh, matters involving the opioid investigation and litigation um, and try to get some, uh, some help to the people that, uh, on this problem that has uh, really affected Tennessee in so many different ways, uh, not to the good. So that's specifically. But I think just uh, walking away from an office, I, I hope that we, people would look back and say, you know, this, this office is really different. There's an energy, there's a passion. Um, and with the people who work here, they, they, handle, um, they handle big cases. Um, and, and there's a confidence, an underlying confidence that we handle, we can handle big matters. But at, at the same time, it's really not about us. It's about making Tennessee successful, uh, making somebody else successful, uh, not us. And I hope that, that just that general uh, culture and ethos uh, would be uh, something I could, I could have contributed to in some form or fashion. If you could say one thing to Tennesseans about this office or about state government in general, what would that be? You know, there was a, a song that uh, Toby Keith had. Um, I wish I knew now what I, I wish I didn't know now what I, what I, what I didn't know then. That's a great song. <laughs> and I, I didn't know anything about the Attorney General's office or, frankly, much about state government before I came over with Governor Haslam. And what I have found out is that Tennessee is not a good state. It is a great state. I mean, you can just go down the list. I mean, we've got probably number one in fiscal responsibility. We've got the top three or four pension plans managed. That We run the be- one of the best highway systems in the country. Uh, we have no highway debt. That, that astounds people across the country. Um, we've got a triple, triple A bond rating. I mean, it, it is a great state, and there's, no, there's a reason why people are moving to Tennessee. I wish more Tennesseans realized what a great state we have because it is really, really good. Because we have such a great state, we want to be great lawyers, and we want to give them the best possible services that we can have. And I think that people would be surprised to the the, uh, uh, the caliber of lawyers that we have in our office, the long hours that they put in, the hard work, the major matters that they that they handle uh, and handle really well. So those are the two things that a couple of things I wish you know people knew more about. Just the attention to detail and the energy that the lawyers bring to cases that go on for years. I mean, you have to stay on top of it for a long time because some of these matters are big. They involve a lot of other states, and they're not resolved quickly. It's, it's fun. I, w- I was down in a, uh, in a courtroom a couple of years ago on this one case, and uh, our lawyer got up and argued the motion, and she did a great job. And by the way, 50% of our, our lawyers are, are women, and a large part of our leadership is women. But 
the chancellor at that, uh, she cited several cases, and he, at the end of the argument, he, he looked at her and said, you know, it's, it is something and quite refreshing to have a high-quality lawyer come into my, to my courtroom and argue and cite cases. <laughs> and I walked out, you know, we all walked out a little taller after, after that. Yeah, we have remarkable people working here. I think I know the individual you're talking about. We'll have her on the podcast here at some point. <laughs> um, General Slatery, when people ask me you know, what I do for the Attorney General's office, I... You Which know, is my, a lot. Well, thank you. But, it, you know, I, I'm not a lawyer. Um, I'm a journalist. Uh, that's, that's what I did before I came here. And so <laughs> the joke is, though, I don't work for the district attorney. I work for the Attorney General. And by the way, here's how you say his name. <laughs> That's the first thing we typically cover, and um, I, I know that that's, that's kind of a, you know, a lighthearted point for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, I didn't realize that um, uh, that would be an issue so much in the, in the public arena, but it's, it's fine. Slatery rhymes with plate. Yes. Plate. All right. We've got that covered. All right. Well, thank you so much, General, for joining us. Making the Case is a podcast from the Tennessee Attorney General's Office. You can find it on iTunes. Also visit our website at tn.gov slash attorney general. Thanks again for being with us. And please subscribe and join us for our next episode. <laughs>